Hey ho neighbors, welcome to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach and I'm so glad that you could join us for episode 15. Today we're going to talk about how we can unpack action at the highest level. If you're like me, my head was reeling a bit um, last time when we were discussing the different types of and levels of action that we, students can take nowadays. As a result, I've decided to go on a hunt um, to better understand that process. You know, it, it's a lot. And here's a deeper understanding of level three types of action. I really wanted to delve into that piece because if this is now the expectation, what does that look like? So let's um, dive right on in. So I went through uh, the IB documentation as well as um, some documentation from Michigan State University looking at what truly is action at these levels. And this is what I came to um, find, is that when we're looking at participation, being actively involved in a community through individual or group actions, that's what participation is. So how do we participate? We take responsibility of our own learning. We work with others to take collective action. We actively contribute um, to learning and to discussions. We inform family and community members about potential actions that you're involved in. You get involved in projects on an individual group or community level. You're a part of the decision-making process and you're also working with others to find consensus. Sounds pretty awesome, right? And pretty comprehensive as well. So now we're going on to advocacy. What does advocacy mean? It means supporting positive changes for social, environmental, political issues through individual or group actions. Instantly, I, I think of um, people like Greta Thunberg who just uh, you know felt so impassioned by something that wanted to talk about climate change and did it and advocated and you know it's amazing and how do we advocate this day and age we support each other that's foundational but we also take ownership of unsolved problems in our community our world we share findings with the community we share our voice and that can come in a variety of ways for some it's physically through their voice. Others, it's their writing as we talked about. But sharing your voice with the world and then demonstrate leadership roles within class or in school, in school or in any type of organization. And I think when we think of traditional advocacy is this part that comes to mind, be a part of a campaign for positive change. And we can participate and be an advocate. That's what's kind of the confusing part is that can you be more than one? Absolutely. And you can, um, as you're advocating for social justice, which is taking positive action to support human rights, equality, and equity. This action is centered on social advantages, social well-being, and justice for all. So you could easily participate and advocate for social justice.
uh, the brain uh, is full, right? So how do we support social justice? We explore issues about fairness from multiple perspectives so that we can understand why someone would think that doing this negative thing is valid. We challenge assumptions and generalizations about the world, about people, about situations. Be aware of challenges in the local and global community rather than being isolated events, but looking for patterns. Volunteer in response to our community needs. Reflect on positive experiences of social change, because I think a lot of times we see the negativity of social change, but there's been quite a lot of positive out there. And then reflect on ethical implications of certain decisions that we're making. Oof, that seems very light, right? And so when we're thinking about social justice, is how are we standing up for those that cannot stand up for themselves, right? So then that transitions into social entrepreneurship. So how are we looking at the local and global needs and identifying opportunities to innovate in resourceful and sustainable ways? So now we're going into problem solving piece, right? And so how do we initiate that social entrepreneurship? We're going to design and create a prototype or a solution to solve a real world issue. Um, thing that came to my mind was life straw. Um, if you don't know about life straw, research it. It was a Swedish company that decided to make a straw that has a filter in it that you can put in any dirty water source and it will come out and you will drink pure water and it'll filter the junk out. You can get up to, I think a thousand liters uh, with just one life straw. That is, to me, social entrepreneurship. And you're um, initiating positive projects to lift up your local community, such as recycling, you know, getting recycling happening, peer tutoring, a gardening club, something that's going to bring the community together. And then also connect with corporate sponsors to donate time and resources to local projects. Now, um, one organization that I absolutely love in Houston um, is making such a difference in our community is the Barbara Bush Foundation. They, um, the former um, first lady of our nation, she was so passionate about that literacy was the game changer. That if you knew how to read and you had a passion for reading, then it opened doors for you more than anything else. Totally believe that as an educator. And the Barbara Bush Foundation still continues today, led by one of her sons. And what's really interesting is that they partner with corporate sponsors who come in and radically change um, literacy in schools. Amazing. So the final um, deep dive into the AM into looking at action is lifestyle choices. So we're simply put, it's making positive lifestyle changes in response to our learning. And so how do we make these lifestyle choices? First of all, we got to reflect on our choices and how they have implications. Think about the choices and how 
you know, they're impacting our physical, our personal, our spiritual, and emotional health. We also take responsibility of our actions, you know, with relationships with other people. Um, we examine the consumption of food, water, energy, resources, technology, and how that's in, that's impacting ourselves, the world, culture, you know, the global community, and then address issues around consumer activism, such as no more plastic bags. Come on, this is 2020. Let, we should not be having a plastic bag. We should be using reusable bags. Oh, sorry. That's that's a little passion project of mine. You know, everyone should be having a decent wage this day and age. There shouldn't be any slave markets like there are. And so if you're like me, you're hearing all of this and you're wondering, okay, how's this going to work with kids? We know all of these types of action. You know, they don't need to all be done at one time. They definitely, as we've been unpacking them, you can definitely see the relationship and how they could work several at a time together. This is so smooth. I love the PYP because they look at examples of where there are conceptual connections that can overlap. Such a beautiful thing. So I'm going to show you um, a connection that I see in my brain. I could be totally wrong because I'm doing this for the first time too. So if you have any ways of making it better, post on my website a comment, thinkchat2020.weebly.com, or on Twitter at thinkchat2020. I'd love to get your response, some ideas, some things that you take and run with that you do in your classroom. Send me a picture. Amazing. Because we're in this together. So I'm going to show you the relationship of all of these components of level three action that I, that I label level three action. And a topic that's been on my mind um, it has never left my mind since the summer has been racial inequality. It has boiled over here in America. If you've watched any news, it's quite, uh, you know, they usually say that news falsifies, but I've actually had um, peaceful protests walk right past my front door. And so we know that, you know, um, these things happen and they keep reoccurring. And so a question that's been plaguing me is why is this keep happening over and over again? You know, I work um, in one, a school that serves about 98% black American students and about two, per, you know, about the 2% Hispanic students in one of the poorest neighborhoods in Houston, where that poor man, George Floyd, um, it's his neighborhood. I live in that neighborhood. And so it's greatly impacted me this year because, you know, the, the question that keeps coming to me is why is there such a racial divide of opportunity in America when we're supposedly the leader of the free world? Why do we have this racial divide of opportunity? So that was the question, the issue that popped in my mind. And so thinking of participation, I'm going to walk you through how I dealt with this question. 
So part in participation in speaking with black colleagues, I had candid chats with them about the racial inequality they face simply by going shopping at Walmart, driving through predominantly white neighborhoods, how they're treated. What was it like fighting for a spot in a college, getting a higher education, job placement, all of the things that most people take as a normal part of life, why is this then a struggle? That's participation. Now, advocacy. Then I started speaking to non-black friends, people I noticed who were making either light of the racial upheaval this summer on social media, um, people who didn't understand it. And we had candid conversations about systemic racism in our culture. And I tried as much as I could to debunk misconceptions that I saw on Facebook or uh, mainly on Facebook of people who were didn't have the full information and didn't have any black friends, to be honest. And so they couldn't conceptualize that this racism that they've heard on the news repeatedly exists. And then went to social justice. So then I actively did something about it. And because of the tensions rising in the community, I participated in an anti-gun rally through our community to remind people that violence is not the solution to the problem and that speaking out and reform and standing in solidarity, that is more powerful than shooting a weapon. Social entrepreneurship. We have a wonderful after-school program that focuses on mentoring and building young leaders. And I work with the program to teach them about the PYP and also the exhibition experience. And we did a full battery of um, PD together during the summer because they are supporting our mission to better the lives of our students. And we wanted that bridge from the school experience be to beyond to be harmonious and also for them to have more time to extend their thinking, you know, explore their wonderings. And so we um, established this relationship and they're rolling it out this school year, which is so beautiful. And then lifestyle choices, something that's been hugely profound after going through all of these different experiences is that now I am trying to be more aware of how the actions that I do, how am I supporting systemic racism by the things that I say that I don't even know are racially driven. I'm trying to become more, you know, understand the root of sayings and idioms and are they derived by because it's putting other people down. That's huge. Um, it's also the way I think about the black community and that I don't buy into the generalizations and the stereotypes that I see in movies or in, in videos or, you know, rappers saying silly things on Twitter. 
that that does not represent the bulk of the population, and so on. So this is how you build up action as a disposition. This is how, this is the process we have to go through. And I feel like such a better person because of it. Man, can you imagine if we looked at action this way? So next time what we're going to do is we're going to explore how to bridge those three types of action to get kids up to this point. Because they can't get to where I am as a grown woman um, to process all this without baby steps. So we're going to go through so that we can even get our youngest learners to start taking student-initiated action. And I know together we can do this. Um, you're, you've been coming along for the journey with me, and I appreciate it so much because we're doing hard work. But together, I know we can do it. Um, this has been such a, a transformative experience doing this podcast, and I hope it's helping you to take risks, to employ these things with your students, and make a difference in your community. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day.